There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, a super exciting day with beers and break-evens, our Supercoach Classic Show returning this afternoon, myself and the great Timmy Williams talking all things Supercoach for 2023. We've got an episode dropping this afternoon at 3pm on YouTube, then another one 3pm tomorrow afternoon, Thursday. Today we're going to go through Timmy Williams' team for 2023, a big team reveal, and then we'll go through mine tomorrow. Two absolutely cracking episodes. Timmy's one goes for about an hour, I think mine goes for about 40 or 50 minutes, you will thoroughly enjoy them both on YouTube at 3pm today and tomorrow. Here's a little clip from Timmy's team reveal and a little bit of strategy, a little bit of everything thrown into the next 10 or 15 minutes. Make sure you're there at 3pm this afternoon on YouTube for the return of Beers and Break Evens for 2023. As well, there's been rumours of him playing out in the centres. I'm not buying them personally. I Surely. can't see a world where even the Tigers could be that fucking stupid. He'll walk from the club if they play him. Surely. Alone. Fucking surely. And I, and I wouldn't hold it against him mm. at all. And then, um, and then at uh, regards to Munster and Brown, and something that I'll, I'll go on about over and over again uh, throughout the, the pre-season, it's when you're picking around one team, it's fine to lock in your, your absolute elite guns, but it's about building your salary cap. And it's about finding those guys that you think are priced at top dollar and should not be going above that or even more so are likely to drop down. Yep. Find the blokes like Burton, like Dwayne, who are around the, the 620k mark off a, what were they, a 60 point average last season. I think Dwayne will comfortably improve on that. So he should make money, build that squad value. That's all what round one is about. So my team traditionally starts quite slow in Supercoach. The first three, four weeks, I'll be sitting around 20, 30, 40,000th. Yep. But it's because I'm balancing my squad and going for that rather than a few of the guns. But once I've generated all this cash and others haven't, the tides turn pretty quick. So that's my approach. The other thing about Dwayne and Burton over Dill Brown Munster, yes, they're cheaper and whatnot, um, but like their sides should improve to some extent. They're both goal kickers as well. Mm. So you would expect that they collect a little bit more there. 
Yeah. Surely. So, um, Co- Cody, uh, we'll get into it more with, with when we go through the positional analysis, but Cody Walker off a 57 average is one that I would have liked if the Bunnies didn't have the most cooked draw to start the season. So I can't touch him, but I wish he will be on my radar around sort of five or six as a potentially an upgrade. The other one that a little birdie pointed out to us was AJ Brimson with a decent little draw to start. AJ Brimson. I, I Not cheap, AJ. but... I, I have a close eye on, again, the Titans trials and AJ Brimson because he's a gun. And a week ago, I had a very, very close eye. I was very keen on KP once he gets dual. Oh, no. But uh, with that calf, will he goal kick with that? Will he play with it? A lot of question marks around yeah. KP. Um, yeah, the other one, mate, that I think is interesting, we will talk about it later. Um, Jerome Luai ended up being a very sort of, you know, just giving to Viliami kick out and he would get all the attacking stats. I wouldn't be surprised if it changes a little bit next year. It's not, it's not a play, an avenue that I would go down personally. But I do think he's a guy that can improve this year, supercoach-wise. Definitely. I'm so intrigued to see that Panthers left edge. Yeah. I can't wait to see... We're going to find out how good Viliami Kikau was. Yeah. And the impact he had, not only with ball, but off the ball, just dragging defenders. Because I think we could sit there and... I'm sure it won't. But, and I'd love Luke Garner coming in. Because I think he's an outstanding line runner. But depending on left edge, and we'll get to your side tomorrow because I know a few interesting picks that you're looking at. Yep. But it might start a little bit slower than we think because Kikau's impact uh, on that side. Potentially, yeah. Um, yeah, as far as, you know, other cheap, you know, you've got Isaiah Katoa. We'll talk about him more when we get to the teams. I just don't think he plays in the first. I, I don't expect to see him before Origin, to be honest with you. I think they'll take it slow with him. Um, Luke Metcalf's another one. I'm not sure if he's going to be in this side from the start as well. So I think all these guys will become relevant as the season goes on. That, that Warriors entire team, from starting edge with, say, Murata Niakore to Chance Nickel Clockstad, potentially at fullback, does he get named at centre? Luke Metcalf, big watch on their side. Yeah, and you have a look also. I've seen a lot of people talking about Bud Sullivan. Um, he's not the pick for me. I think he's low 300s, which isn't bad, but... I just don't trust this Dragon side to score mm. points. The other thing with the Dragons that I think you guys need to be aware of is that they don't play round one, so they got the bye, which isn't a huge drama. But when they've got a coach like Hook who can pick fucking anyone in that side, you could get to round two and the cheapies you've got there aren't in the team. Mm. Sloan, Bud Sullivan, I'm avoiding at all costs solely because I know what's going to happen. You're going to pick one of them and bang, Moses and bye. Yeah. Kicks you in the dick as per usual. I wouldn't be stunned if we got to round one and or round two when they play, and Ben Hornby was starting at halfback. <laughs> Dean Young was at hooker. They brought Matt Dafty back from the UK to Bring play Bring me off the pine. Back. Yeah, I just... Let me at them. I don't trust them at all. Yeah, can't do it. Um, halfbacks, bit of strategy here. I've gone exactly the same. I would advise most people out there to do similar. Nathan Cleary, Nico Hines, um, two best players in Supercoach that are consistently out on the park, uh, two goal kickers in two gun sides. Just get them. I think so, yep. But they've both got tough draws to start the season, but you just risk getting left behind. The only way that this won't be a pretty much lock and load starting position is if, combination I should say, is if we're void of cheapies for round one. We shouldn't be. It should be fine, but it happens. And, and you might find that a few of the cheapies fall off the radar close to round one or there's concerns over them. And it forces us to go a little bit cheaper in the halves and maybe pick up a four or $500,000 player uh, to free up cash. But it looks pretty yeah, safe to me. And this is where, if that does happen, it looks like the Gold Coast Titans have done us a massive, fa- massive favour with Tanner Boyd, who is halfback slash hooker. 
Uh, I think he's going to be a pretty important jewel for people. He might slide into the conversation if that sort of scenario happens for sure. Yeah, so if he's starting with Fafita outside him, I think he's worth a punt playing halfback. He scored really well at the back end of last season, despite easier games and whatnot. Uh, I think he is one to consider as well. But at the moment, we've both got Cleary and Hines. Ready to dive into two RFs? Yeah, and another another relatively weak position to start the season, I think. I'm not full of confidence with it, but far away. Yeah, it's um, two RF going to be very, very interesting this year. I'm not... I keep looking at it and thinking, oh, there's so many options, but then there's all, there's also so many options that could fall through as well. It could quickly turn mm. into a bit of a pain in the ass. We just mentioned Tanner Boyd, who's going to be playing on the edge outside for uh, inside for feeder. Um, you've got him in your back row. I think at that price, felt like last year was playing like a fucking busted asshole, mm. and his super coach scores were still unreal. Surely this Titan side can only improve. The thing about it is with Fafita. Like, surely he doesn't... So he's priced on a 65 average. Surely he doesn't come out and average anything less than, you know, 50 to 55 worst case, in which there you're like, all right, he's a bit undervalued. Sorry, he's a bit overvalued. It's not really going to hurt you, but he could also come out and average 100 over the first five rounds. Yeah. And I just think it's worth the investment for that reason. Initially, I was really keen on him playing outside Kieran Fawn and we had a chat about it on the bloke podcast yesterday. I think they've made should it eventuate and the Titans lineup as has been reported and he plays on the right with Tana Boyd, Bo Firmer on the left. Bo Firmer just runs a great line and that's what Kieran Fawn does. He directs he straightens up the attack, he creates space for blokes outside in the holes and he needs those line runners. For feeder it's just giving the ball early and let him tear shreds. So we know he's got that uh, combination with Tana Boyd from the junior days. So Again, while I prefer him on the left, I think the Titans are making the right call playing him on the right. And for Supercoach purposes, I'm just too scared not to own him, mate. He is like an eight-foot, 130-kilo insurance policy. <laughs> you just don't want – you don't want to miss out in case he decides to put his boots on that yeah. day. So yeah. you've got to have him, I think. Uh, especially if Tanner Boyd does become an option mm. in your sides. I, I just think it makes sense. Luke Garner, I think the vast majority of people will start with him. Still a chance that Hoskins could take that edge spot, but I, I, I'm just about – willing to lock Luke Garner in. I think he's been very underrated. I think he's been a victim of the West Tigers and their yeah. shit fuckery for a very long time. I'm one of the... Uh, I'm probably number one fan of the Luke Garner fan club, mate. Priced on a 41-point average last season. Just moves into prime real estate on the left edge outside. Jerome Luai at the Penrith Panthers. So he averaged 66 minutes per game last year. So, you know, if he comes in as an 80-minute back rower, it's not a substantial increase, but it's enough. Yeah. And... As I said, one thing I look out for in Supercoach is, and in rugby league in general, I should say, just players who kill it at ordinary clubs. And Luke Garner comes to mind. Um, AJ Brimson comes to mind in recent years for the Titans. When it, games where they've struggled and been belted. And these blokes are just so consistent, especially attackers when they kill it. You're like, imagine what they do at a good club. Well... Yeah. We're about to see Luke Garner playing on probably the best edge in the competition. Yeah, and I'm sure there would be a bit of fear from people that, you know, he'll probably play that role that Isaac Tungo played last year. But I just think there'll be enough opportunities for him to come up with attacking stats and he'll get through a stack of work on that edge. So that's and again, priced on a forty one point average, if he's an eighty minute back row for Penrith, he's not averaging less. So yep. you can't go too far wrong. Yeah. Um you got Ray Stone in here now. Wayne Bennett came out the other day. 
indicated what his side would look like. It looked like Ray Stone would probably be a bench player. Um, still a lot of trials to come and whatnot. Looks like Tommy Gilbert could play in the 13, but I still see Ray Stone at 246k. Um, you know, with that dual position, I think he's close to a must-have, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think so. Again, uh, I, I suppose it's a placeholder pick, but one that looks pretty locked in. And that'll come down to the Titans round one team. All right, if he plays off the bench, he can still be a decent pick. Do they go with a four-forward bench? Do they go three-forward, one utility? Um, because if it's a four-forward bench and Ray Stone's off the bench and it's sort of mo- a lot of middles, you might go, oh, it'd be a bit concerned because Jeremy Marshall King, you would imagine, will be an 80-minute hooker. Um, wait and watch, but it looks okay. Yeah, no, I think he'll, he'll, he'll play decent enough minutes, Ray Stone, and I think he's only going to be one injury away from pretty damn What's the injury he's coming back from? Uh, was it an ACL? It was, it, was that, it was when he scored that try for Parramatta. Remember right. he bounced over and the he try. Killed at that game. Yeah, hey? he, he, he blew it away. Yeah. So, um, but that that was early last season. I think that was so like early days. Get to cut the trials under his belt. And yeah. Dust so, off some cobwebs. Yeah, and I, I just think you know when, when you're building a club, tell me he's not the sort of motherfucker you want out there. Yeah. Just tough as nails. I I love Ray and Stone. also slow burning cow. Coming back from ACL, yeah. he might go twenty minutes, thirty minutes, forty minutes, but if he can build his way up to fifty plus. You know, we can catch me in around 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to your bench. you got my boy there, Jermaine Hopgood. He's another one that I think uh, is close to a must-have guy. Uh, whether he plays 13 edge, I think he will play 13. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Parramatta do this year, and we'll talk about it a little bit later over the next few weeks. But you've got Matto. I'm not sure if he's playing in round one or whether he's coming back later, whether he's paying that fine, whatever the fuck <laughs> is going on there. Um, but regardless, I think Jermaine Hopgood could earn that role of being the 13. It'll just depend how many minutes Matto plays off the bench or if Matto plays on an edge. It's a bit of a jigsaw over there at Parramatta at the moment, uh, but I think Hopgood at 298k. I'm really looking forward to watching him go next You've year. You've been spruiking Hopgood as a supercoach by... Mate, he's become a very popular uh, player recently, and I'm a little bit pissed off yeah. that uh, I got in there very early. I think I got in there too early. I think you, you're spruiking him since you've been... Round cons- 20 last year it was. Yeah. I thought it was. Filthy. Yeah, so... It- Mate, what would happen if they missed selection in round one? Because would your, all your credentials just go I'd go into hiding. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be talking a lot about Reuben Cotter. Don't worry about I'll that. I'll be sitting here talking to myself. <laughs> but, yeah, Jermaine Hopgood at that price. Uh, he will get through a stack of work. He is his PPM. I, I think it'll be around the 1.1, 1.2 this year. Very talented guy. Bit of attacking upside. Um, and he wants to play for the Parramatta Eels, unlike their current lock forward. So. Oh, it's a good start. <laughs> Great start, yeah. So, Jermaine Hopgood, I think he'll be in most sides. Um Another bone to pick here. <laughs> One of my favourite bones to pick. You're going for Jack Williams from the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, for me, I don't have him in my best 17. I know you do on the bench. I don't. Um, and I don't trust Jack Williams as far as I could throw him. And I'll give you the hot tip. Couldn't throw him too far. <laughs> He's a lump of a lad, Jacko. Um I suppose it's worth a disclaimer that he, he might be one of the Kuma Stallions' yeah. products. Uh, look, placeholder, of yep. course, but the club love him. Uh, big, big raps on him there. He's been a bit of, as I suppose, a stalwart bench forward for a number of years now. Got injured in round, about six rounds in last season. Might have torn a peck or a, I think it was a knee injury. Um, so it'll be his first game back if he gets named. The years prior to that, 24 games, 16 games, 23 games. So it shows their opinion of him. 
He starts at a discounted price off the back of an injured injury year. So he's priced on a... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What is he? Not a lot. Yep. Um, starts at 247k. Dirt cheap. If you can jag a bench spot, again, we saw with... Craig Fitzgibbons last year, he loved the four-forward bench. So if it was a four-forward bench and he was on it, it'd be like, nah, there's just not enough minutes there. Three-forward bench and uh, sort of an outside back utility, I'd be keen. Um, But, mate, just watch this space. Andrew Fafida, Aidan Tolman are gone. Let's see what that bench makeup is and how Jack comes out in the preseason. Yeah, and obviously you've got Oregon Kafusu comes into that side, so he'll take one of those spots. Uh, yeah, and look, and, and as we said off the off the top, a lot of these guys are placeholders. It will all come down to trials, team lists and whatnot, as with a lot of your guys' teams. The, the one I am watching another close preseason watch is what they do with Teague, Wilton and Wade Gray. Mm. Has the time come for Teague to start? I think that... Teague better suits that side. So do now. I. Now. Big time. But I will say this. Wade obviously didn't have a preseason last year. Mm. He came back to his usual spot. All of a sudden, Sifatalakai was playing centre outside him. They hadn't played together before on an edge. They've now got a full preseason next to each other. Sif is going to have a preseason as a, um, as a centre finally. So maybe there will be changes. But I test what I've seen so far. I thought that that left edge, and I think... I think Sifa copped a lot of blame last year for it. For me, I, the combination wasn't working between the two of them, but as soon as you got Wilton on running that line that he so runs, good. space opened up everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, love Wade Graham, but I also I also think at different points when Wilton came on, they tried to play Wade sort of through the middle of 13, and it wasn't really working for me. Mm. So you got this club legend, club captain, you're trying to fit into this side somewhere, and he has to be there somewhere. He's a tremendous player, but I think on that edge, he's sort of holding Wilton back a little bit at the moment. Yeah, I think so as well. It's so we interesting to see what happens because if Teague does come in and get to run, it he starts the season four ninety k for forty seven average. If I don't, the thing is, I don't think he'll get an eighty minute role unless they move Wade Game into the middle. Yeah, but if he does, or if there's a preseason injury, serious option to start the year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, your last one here, your boy, our boy, one of our favourites heading into this year, Trey Mooney. Trey Mooney. Full episode live today at 3 p.m. on YouTube. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.